Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Today on the podcast from Idaho, Washington. I don't know where you're at these days, Phil. I I can't keep track of that part of the country. My geography is not great, but we got Phil. You got it right. All right. They have good potatoes out that way, I heard. Phil's Lawn Care. Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast, Phil. It's good to be back, Paul. It's been a while since we talked. Yes. And you just continue growing on YouTube. Um, I was just hanging out with our mutual friend, Al Blades, down in Florida. He's crushing it on YouTube and, and so are you. So we'll get into all of that. But before we do, I want you to talk about how you got into this industry, the lawn care industry, um, because it wasn't always that way. You used to be working at uh, a hardware store. And so why don't you tell mm-hmm. us the story of how you got um, into you know the lawn care landscaping world? Yeah. So I don't remember the year that I started at Ace Hardware, but I think it was back in 2015 or 16. I started as just a sales associate. And in, uh, in about 2018 is when I, um, experienced, I would say a mind shift, but back then I was just like, you know, I was working nine to five. I was stuck in my dead end job and I didn't, I was paying, I was going from paycheck to paycheck, paying my bills and all that stuff. And, uh, uh, I didn't realize how people like survived in this world, you know, and I was, I was married at the time. So I was bringing in the dough and, and I was just like, I was getting stressed out and I've had, I, I was going through anxiety and all this stuff. And it was just, it was just hard times, you know, it was hard times back then. And, uh, it's making like minimum wage, just, just barely above minimum wage. I think it was like nine or $10 an hour. And man, I was just like, I was stressed. I didn't know what to do. I, I knew I figured, I knew I, a second job or do something where I could, you know, be able to survive, you know, I mean, I was surviving, but I was just like barely making it. And so back in 2018, um, I think it was around August time. I've had a lot of, I was working at the hardware store as a sales associate. So we would sell like steel equipment and lawnmowers and had guys from the lawn care industry coming in and out, in and out. And just, I just got to talking with them. And they were all telling me, yeah, you, you know, if you hate your job, if you hate working here, if, if it doesn't work out for you, why don't you just go and start your own thing or, you know, just go out and do it. And it, it, you know, it takes time. And I always thought like, yeah, that's for you guys. It's not for me. You know, I would never be successful in that. I wouldn't even know where to start, but you know, that sparked, it sparked an interest in me. And, uh, I shared with my wife about it, about the idea of starting a lawn care business. She she was all down for it. She's like, yes, just just do it slowly and work your job as well. I know it's going to be hard work, but you got to start somewhere. You can't start right away. You know, you can't quit your job and go out there and start with nothing. It's possible, but it wasn't in my realm of things that I could do. Yeah, we say get the boat close to the dock. You know, get huh? we say get the boat close to the dock, meaning before you transition, yeah. Make it so you're just stepping off the land into the boat and it's it's seamless, it's smooth. You're not taking this big leap and trying to swim out to the middle of the lake to get on the boat. So I agree mm-hmm. with your wife. You you married a Proverbs 31 smart woman. 
Good. Yeah. And, uh, and so in like August of 2018 is when I officially, you know, formed my LLC with my state and all that. And oops, sorry, I got a message on my screen, but anyways. Um, and so I finally took that leap of faith and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go start. And so I started to advertise. I, I watched, I was like back in 2018, Keith Kalfas had all these videos on Craigslist ads and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go and, uh, and post a bunch of Craigslist ads. And I did what he told me. He's like post six. And then once you're six, like, you know, start to get stacked on, on top of each other, you post those repost those six again. So I was constantly doing that. And I was the, I was the $25, $30 guy back yeah. then, you know, Hey, you got to start somewhere. And so, I, I saw you talking to Keith. I was watching one of my videos at the X mark booth. I saw you and Keith in the background talking. Mm-hmm. So I was getting, dude, I was, I was getting stomped on when I started. I was like, I didn't know what to charge. So I'm like, okay, $30. And I was mowing like, man, like at least a quarter acre of grass with a, with a push mower and spending an hour, a couple hours there on a job. But Hey, I was making money and that's all what mattered. And I was like, you know what I, I had, that's when I had like this mantra. I'm like, okay, I can go instead of making 10 bucks an hour at this stupid job that I have, this nine to six job that's getting me nowhere. I'm going to go and mow a lawn for, I don't know, 30, 40, $50 and make you know, five X of what I was just working one hour mowing, mowing one property. And to me, I was just like, okay, that's where I need, that's, that's my opportunity. That's where I need to go. That's where I need to start and uh, focusing my attention on. But it was August and, you know, August, September, October is the mowing season for us. October, end of October, that's when it ends. And that's that's a good thing that I didn't quit my job is because that's what carried me through in the wintertime was my job. And I did some snow removal here and there. It wasn't too big. But then once, as soon as, I think it was, um, I think it was March and April, because um, I, I think I either quit in April or May, but in March, I was heavily advertising. And in April, I was heavily advertising on like Craigslist and Nextdoor and uh, Facebook. I was telling all of my friends and family to reshare my posts. I was doing everything. I just wanted to get the word out. And uh, one thing I didn't do was I did not, I, I maybe did some door knocking, but it was never like a big thing for me. I never did flyers or anything like that. For me, it was um, getting my name and ads out there online. So I know for people like 10 years or 20 years back, for them, it was door knocking and flyers. But I think in today's age, I think on online marketing is where it's at, even for starters. But hey, if you want to go and door knock, if you feel comfortable, because I didn't, I was so like, mm-hmm. I was shy. I was, I was not, um, uh, even though I was a sales associate, which helped me break my, um, what's that word? Um, I wasn't an introvert at the time. I think the sales associate helped me kind of to become more of an introvert. And so, uh, but anyways, I think extrovert might be what you're fishing for. Oh, extrovert, extrovert, introverts. Like you're kind of quiet into yourself. Extrovert is like you socialize. Okay. So I was an introvert. I became an extrovert through, through sales associate and, and all that. But anyways, um, so that wasn't for me. So I did online marketing. And so 
back in April, I knew I had, I, I was, I was actually getting a lot of work, even though I was probably not charging the right prices. I was underbidding everything. I still climbed up to where I was making two or three X what I was making from my job. And I knew that was the point of where I had to quit. And that's when I pulled the trigger and I was so scared, dude. I was so scared. Like I was, I was shaking, man. I was like, when I was walking up to my boss's upstairs office to tell him I'm putting in my two weeks, I was so scared. I could barely speak it out. Like I didn't know if I should or not, you know, you know, that moment when you're like, this is it. Once you tell them it's two weeks, that's it. You have two weeks and you're on your own. It was so scary, but I did it. I, I just, I, I knew that. I would, I wouldn't let this hold me back. I'm not going to let a nine to five job hold me back. I'm not going to let a dead end. It's getting me nowhere job, uh, hold me back from starting my own lawn care company, lawn care business and going on my own and, uh, digging in the trenches like we talked about earlier. So yeah, fighting over that was the hardest, one of the hardest things I did in my life. And, and I'm glad I overcome it. And now, Hey, you know, I don't have a big business, but I'm still out there hustling, grinding, mowing my weekly properties. And uh, just like everybody else, you know, I'm still solo. I'm not trying to grow a big lawn care company, but I'm out there mowing, trimming, edging, blowing, just like the rest of you guys in the lawn care green industry. And it's all possible without a job. So I'm just thankful to God for that. Thankful for where I'm at today. All, all thanks to all glory to God and my wife and everyone else that encouraged me to do so. What would you say, Phil, to somebody who is into that nine to five that they don't feel called to, they're just doing it because they need the money and they're considering launching their own business? What would I say to that person? Well, I think you definitely need a game plan written out. Um, you need to know exactly what you're getting into and you need to know for a fact that you will make this reoccurring revenue because it's not just one time. I think it's easier for lawn care guys instead of landscapers to get into this full-time, in my opinion, um, because of the reoccurring revenue that you're getting. And so I think without a game plan, you're, you know, if you're just trying to do this on the side, hey, by all means, continue doing it on the side if you don't want to turn this into a full-time job. But like you said, if, if those guys that want to turn into a full-time, yeah, first of all, you need a game plan. What kind of revenue you're going to have that's reoccurring? Because just one-offs aren't going to work, you know, because you might have a really good week and then the next week is just going to have, you're going to have no calls, no emails, no work. And what's going to happen? You know, you know, no work's not going to pay the bills, you know? So I definitely have a game plan structured. How does Echo make outdoor grade outdoor power equipment? We start outside in the heat, the cold, the rain. We give it hell, test it, best it, retest it. We make it tougher, more powerful, more reliable, more Echo. 200 plus tools forged by the elements built for pros tough pros outdoor grade pros we make it gas powered battery powered professionally powered then we get back outside we get back to work that's echo and that's outdoor grade echo power on and on you wouldn't drive a car without suspension so why would you mow without it with racing inspired patented full suspension and integrated cutting decks ferris commercial mowers are engineered to deliver a quality cut faster allowing professional landscapers to earn more profit and bragging rights ferris suspension is not just a feature or a marketing gimmick it is a game changer that simply has to be experienced true suspension changes everything Visit ferrismowers.com today to find your nearest dealer. Ferris, 
Experience Suspension. Hey guys, Paul here, and I wanted to let you know about Jobber Grants, a $150,000 grant program dedicated to lawn care businesses as well as landscaping businesses, home service-based businesses in the U.S. and Canada. Now, all you got to do is apply by June 8th. You'll have a shot at some grants between $2,500 and $15,000 to help elevate your business. And I definitely want to see some Green Industry Podcast listeners get rewarded some of these grants this year. So seize this opportunity, reshape your future with Jobber Grants. Mr. Producer will put the link in today's show notes so you can apply to Jobber Grants today. Are you in the market for a new high-performance mower? Look no further than the Kubota Z200. This mower combines quality, comfort, and ease of use all in one package. And now select models come with the new K-Ride comfort system for optimized comfort. Experience the elevated zero-turn performance with the three-point system and choose from cutting decks ranging from 42 to 54 inches. Plus, the Kubota Z200 comes with Kawasaki engines. Don't wait to experience the difference for yourself. Visit KubotaUSA.com for more information and to find your local Kubota dealer. What's your thoughts? This is hashtag not sponsored, by the way, but um, I saw mm. you put the ramp rack on uh, your truck. What, what's kind of been your equipment set up in the past and, and how do you like it or not like it and how efficient or inefficient is it? Inefficient, is it? Yeah, let's talk about what I started with. I started with a five by 10 trailer. No, yeah, five by 10 trailer that I bought from Lowe's, the best investment in the world. I mean, when I was just starting out, I had a small truck. Actually, no, when I started, I had a Nissan Sentra, man. I had a Nissan Sentra, folded up, mower in the back, got all dirty with grass everywhere, had the trimmer in the side, center console, and the, the blower in the back, man. I still made it possible. I was still m- making money out there in a in a in a car. I didn't even have a van. I wasn't even a truck in a truck, man. I was a fill in a, in a Sentra. That's what I was. So. But when I upgraded to a truck, uh, that was the best thing in the world. But then I started to uh, want to get a trailer. I remember I took on this big um, uh, power raking job and I knew I'm like, there's no way I'm hauling all of this thatch in my uh, truck and also hauling my equipment. So my wife and I prayed about it. I, I I think I barely had the funds at the time. I just like scraped up what I had and paid. Um, I think it was six, seven or $800 to Lowe's to buy this trailer. And it was like nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, wife, I, like, this is it. Like once I buy the trailer, you know, I had the mentality of once I buy the trailer, you know, it's going to, uh, my opportunity list is going to be extended because now I can take on the bigger cleanup jobs and all that. And that did happen. So I started, it felt great, you know, pulling a trailer. It felt like I was an actual lawn care guy, you know, pulling a trailer. It was all my equipment's there in the back and strapped up. And I was just like, yeah, it felt good. But that's what I started with. Transitioned into an enclosed trailer, six by 12. That was nice because um, you're not having to worry about theft and all that. You can keep everything locked and secure with an enclosed trailer. And by the way, and let then- me let me introduce... Uh- I, I did pick up a new sponsor, Bravo Trailers, uh, Beck mm-hmm. the Beast. They just hooked Beck the Beast up with an enclosed trailer. Um, I just saw her pick it up from them. So if you ever, I know you, I'm going to hear what you say about the ramp rack, but if you ever go back mm-hmm. to the team enclosed trailer, hit up Bravo Trailers and uh, 
Who knows? Maybe because you got a big YouTube channel, they'll hook you up with one for free. I don't know what deal Beck the Beast got. But um, anyway, they're high-end, high-quality trailers for the landscaping industry. You guys can check them out. Bravo trailers. But back to your regularly scheduled programming. So you you went from the the Lowe's open trailer to an enclosed trailer. Yep, and then I went back to an open trailer because the – we were renting in a new home. We're actually renting in an HOA and they're not, they don't allow trailers to be parked on the side of the street. And I can't fit my trailer in the, in the uh, garage. So I got a warning like, Hey, you better get your trailer off. You better park it in like a, you know, storage facility or whatever. I'm like, man, I ain't paying 180 bucks a month to store my trailer, you know? And so I sold it and I went with a six and a half by 12 open trailer, got all the racks, um, equ- uh, not equipment defender. It was the green touch industry racks. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> no, I, I buy everything. I no, buy almost, I, almost I, everything. If I, yeah, if, I'm being, if anything that's given to me legally, I have to say it's sponsored. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm joking around because everyone, people will DM me and be like, Oh, that's awesome, man. You're working with Green Touch now or Equipment Defender. Like anytime we shout something out, people think that I'm uh spo- you know, sponsored by them or whatever. I'm like, dude, I just let my it. guests say whatever. So I'm being a little fictitious playing with the trolls, but um well, yeah, yeah. You know what? Who else does that? My local radio station, they'll hit a bell every time they mention something like Walmart or Home Depot, they'll hit a bell. They're like, ding. That'll mean it's not sponsored. So every time yeah. I hear the bell, I'm like, not sponsored. Now we have we have been sponsored by Lowe's. So you shouted out Lowe's earlier. So that that was a yeah. that yeah, was I went to Lowe's. Yeah. I went to Lowe's the other day. You know what I saw? I saw a a battery zero turn mower from Craftsman. Now think about that. Craftsman has lifetime warranty. Is that in their battery system as well? If you get a lifetime battery lifetime warranty on a battery, man, that's pretty great. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know the fine print on that, but. Um, yeah. The pros anyway, shop at Lowe's. Okay, back to, back to, back to uh, your regularly yeah. scheduled program. All anyway, right. six and a half enclosed, all the racks, whatever mounted on there. And so I was set for 2022. Right? This was last year. And it fit in my garage. So I'm like, sweet. You know, nobody cares what's in my, inside my garage. So I ran with that. But I was also traveling back and forth to another state because I had clients in that state from the year before. We moved to Idaho. I had clients in Washington. I still have to drive over the state line. And man, uh, I tell you what, like, I'm so blessed to where I'm at today. And God has given me all this. Like, none of this is my my hard work. I mean, I put in the work, but he has given me everything. And I'm just so thankful that he has given me the ability to grow my social media and expand in that um, in that uh, you know, section of, of, of things. And so... I, I honestly am scaling back my lawn care business because of that, because of the growth, because of the tremendous opportunities that I'm getting from, um, you know, f- from from YouTube and Facebook and and all these other platforms. Um, I'm able to scale back and I want to scale back my lawn care business so I could focus towards on uh, focus more on those on the social media side of things. So um, that's the main reason why I went trailerless is because now instead of having to pull a trailer everywhere into these overgrown properties or whatever have whatever it may be, um, I'm now trailerless. But that also limits me from being able to haul away branches and and big amounts of debris that I collect because majority of the time when I do my cleanups, 
I'm hauling everything away. Mm-hmm. So there's a, that's the biggest downfall ever in going trailerless. But I think the the number one reason why people go trailerless is because they're not, they're mulching all the, you know, lawn pro- or properties. And I think the, the, who it's for is for guys that are just doing lawn maintenance, mm-hmm. weekly lawn maintenance that aren't doing overgrown cuts that don't have to bag, um, you know, that can just mulch, just drop their, drop the ramp, get the mower on, mulch, trim edge, Drop grow, that gate. Let's have that yard look great. There you go. Yep. You ever hear that song by Al Blades? Yeah. Yeah. Cut it up. Yeah. I heard that. Yep. Well, when's the new song coming out, Al? Come on. Yeah. I, I, I got to go hang out with him and we got in his truck and I said, uh, I got a request. Uh, let's play cut it up. <laughs> and all this, all this thing. But uh, man, what a great guy, by the way, Al Blades. Yeah. yeah. So what but, I hear, what I hear you say, oh, go ahead, Phil. Sorry. No, I was just going to say that that's who trailer list setups are for. Also, they're great for, you know, guys that are running fertilizer rigs. You know, you've seen one of those rigs that have the sprayers in the front, zero turn sprayers. They go out, spray their stuff, throw it back on the ramp and go. You don't need a trailer for it. Right. Uh, and you're not really storing equipment um, or you're not hauling things away and storing a lot of equipment on the truck. Now, you're um, a, a exceptional. Uh, uh, that's a tough word for me this early in the morning. You're a good mechanic like used to do on YouTube. I watched some of your old school videos. Uh, you are doing mechanically tutorial minded videos. So from your perspective, as someone who is a handyman, um, how easy was it to install that ramp rack on the, the bed of your truck? And, and what would you say for someone who isn't, you know, doesn't have that handyman DNA like you? I'd say, watch my videos. (laughs) I recorded everything. I recorded the whole process from the rails to the racks, to the ramp rack sport. Um, now there's a mowing gold system and all that stuff, but um, it was, you can do it with the right tools. It doesn't take much. It honestly doesn't take much. It might take a extra set of hands to lift some of those components if you're not strong enough, but you can do it by yourself. There are times where you might have to call in to the brands or whoever's selling these, or to the companies that are selling these products. You might have to call in and say, hey, how do I do this? Because the instructions are so poorly written. I mean, they're just, they're, they're not good. And, and we, you know, I, I got stuck on um, the direction of the, the rails and all that stuff. And I didn't know that you actually had to cut off some of the rail, the railings from ramp export. And, uh, and so they didn't, they don't mention that. I think they sell them, they sell generic rails and you have to cut, but they don't tell you that, you know, you actually have to cut to size. I thought they would just be cut from factory to fit a specific bed length, but that's not the case. But anyways, um, you asked me if it's easy or not. Yeah. I think if you're, if you're somewhat mechanically inclined, if you've changed your oil in a car, you can probably install a ramp on your truck. You're out there in the field, mowing lawns, making money, working hard, but for every dollar you make, you're worried, worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. 
Do you spend too much time worrying about the safety and security of your vehicles and machines? Are you tired of the hassle of building schedules and routes for your crews? Well, GPS Track It is here to help. They understand that keeping your assets safe and managing your crews efficiently are crucial tasks, but they don't have to be your job. Let GPS Track It take some of the mental load off with their cutting-edge tools, including real-time asset tracking, optimized routing, efficiency reports, and more. With GPS Track It, you can focus on your real job, building your business. So why wait? Visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to get started and experience peace of mind like never before. Stop wasting time responding to website inquiries that are not in profitable service areas. Let my service area filter those inquiries for you so you know every inquiry will be in one or more of your profitable areas. My service area is a secretary for your website that will only allow good leads and inquiries through your website. This means no more looking up addresses and responding to people that you cannot service. Using my service area will allow you to focus on certain areas which help build dense routes. Daily miles traveled matter more than ever today, so knowing your numbers and how far you can travel mean everything to your success. Start saving time and become more efficient today with My Service Area. You can learn more at myserviceareacom forward slash Paul. Again, that's myserviceareacom forward slash Paul. Well, I really yeah. appreciate you sharing your story, Phil. This is going, I'm, I'm, I'm writing a new book and uh, your story is going to go in the book because uh, I think you, you're a risk taker and you calculated the risk and then you took the risk and you launched your lawn business and then you kind of rinsed and repeated that same thing with, um, you know, being proactive on creating content and things of that nature. And so um, you're two for two. The two risks you take have been, have both turned out uh, profitable. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's scary, but it's possible. It's all possible. You mentioned your uh, relationship with your wife, your relationship with the Lord. How, how had those? How did those relationships kind of lead and guide you as you've made all these pivots? Well, Lord guides me in every decision that I make. I mean, through prayer, um, even through fasting, if I need to. Um, but man, he's just been an encouragement in my life. You know, I I. I, I I gave my life to him a, a long time ago, back in, in May of 2014. I'm blessed for that. I know where I'm going when I die, Paul. That, that's the most important thing in life. Any, any decision that you make, the most important decision is knowing where, you, when you're gonna, where you're gonna go when you die. So mm-hmm. it's either heaven and hell, heaven or hell. And so I think it's the most important factor in anybody's life. But anyways, um, God has guided me through any decision that I've made You know, after that. and. He's just been a tremendous help. And I pray every single day that God still guides me. I never want to uh, act like a know-it-all. I never want to act like a big shot. That's never, that's never been my, um, I know that's never been my intention in life to be some kind of celebrity or superstar. I just want to change people's lives for the better. You know, I want to show how I do things and I want people to take my footsteps. I don't have any kids. I don't know if God's going to bless me with kids in the, in the future, but if he ever does, I want to teach my kids, right? I want to teach my kids hard working, valuable skills and assets that my parents have taught me. And, uh, you know, but if I, if I don't have kids, I just want to teach those kids that are watching me online because I not only have elderly people watching my makeovers, I have 
son, uh, fathers and sons that watch me. I get emails all the time saying, my kids watch you all the time. Thank you so much for being an encouragement. Thank you so much for showing the right example of how a human should act mm-hmm. around this world, cleaning up you know, cities, parking lots, sidewalks, helping the elderly, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm making a big impact. And I'm just truly thankful that God has led me in this direction. So. That's awesome. Well, speaking about lessons learned, what'd you learn about driving to equip and what are your plans for the the largest, (laughs) the largest trade show in our industry? Uh, What's your plans for this year? I'm not driving, man. I ain't ain't driving all 30 hours. That, that, that taught me, that taught me to never drive that far anymore. If I don't have to, if I can fly, um, I'll fly. I know it's a, it's a big chunk I think I was looking at tickets, man. It was like, oh, it was like two thousand dollars because I would have to, you know, bring my my wife and my brother-in-law. He's doing my video recording, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I would want him. I would want him mm-hmm. and my wife to come with me. You know, I don't want to go alone, and I want them to experience it as well, which they did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, uh, driving driving with three people is good, but if I, if I drove alone, I don't know, I'd probably go crazy. <laughs> yeah. I got <laughs> I'd, go I'd have to like be on call with everybody, you know, like you, like you do when you drive down the roads, mm-hmm. like six, seven hour drives, you give us a shout, give us a call and just talk. And uh, time goes by faster like that. But yeah, I listen yeah. to podcasts and audiobooks and drink coffee, but then I, I hit like uh if, if my drive's like eight, nine hours, then like about hour six, I start, I start getting uh, tired and that's when I call you or, or whoever mm-hmm. um, and, and just talk, you know, get me, get me to the destination alert and, and alive, but back to the $2,000 or whatever it turns out to be on the plane ticket. It's a, it's a great investment because when you go to an event like equip, you get to hang out with SB mowing, you get to hang out mm-hmm. with Beck the beast, you get to hang out with Keith Kalfas, you know, you get to hang out with all these other like-minded entrepreneurs and it's just like, you, you want to be there. And so I would encourage you, whatever you got to do to, to drop that two, two K or whatnot and get, get, get your plan trip planned and, and come back out to Louisville this fall. I'd love to hang out with you again. And, um, you know, you can spend, cause you won't be so tired this time. You can spend more time at the trade room show floor and, and things of that nature. And we got a big event on Thursday night. Last year we did it off campus at the rally, the rally at off, mm-hmm. off campus, I can't announce it yet, but there's going to be a change of venue to oh. the um, the rally this year, and it's going to be the most epic rally ever. I, I, I I'm not going to keep it secret, so stay tuned. I want to encourage. Yeah, I want to encourage anybody that is on edge of going or not. Like I was, I was also like, eh, should I go? Should I not? And eh, it's probably not worth it. It's probably not for me. Man, it was for me. It was, and it, I think it's for. Anyone that's in the green industry, anyone that cuts grass, anyone that's in hardscaping, anyone that just wants to see new equipment needs to go to this event. Even if you're like me and down in Idaho, man, and I drove, right? It's all possible. There's no excuse for yeah, not well, going. Well, you just mentioned the equipment, but the the main the main component for me, Phil, is the relationships. Like I mm, love, yeah. you know, you you and I get to talk via StreamYard. That's the thing we use to talk. And you've encouraged me through the internet to follow God better and, and to, to um, you know, have integrity and to live in a way that's honoring to the Lord. And we've built a friendship over the internet that's real. But then when I get to see you in your fancy 
uh, shirt. You know, you, you you did a good job with branding. I, I think I was wearing just some random raggedy shirt I got at Target, but you, you had your uh, your branded. No, nah, man, that's all right. We go we go simple. Yeah, no, you. I, I like your um, I like your your setup. But to to hang out with you in person and and Naylor and and John Pajak and Caleb Ballman and all all my friends, you know Jeremy Jacobs mm-hmm. and uh, Brian Fullerton and I, the list goes on and on. Jeremy, um, Jeremiah Jennings and and Pookie. Um, his real name's Lamont Hairston, but we all call him Pookie. But um, that's to me like in uh, not to be a Bible thumper in the, today's episode, but it says in Genesis that God did not uh, put us to be alone. It's not good for man to be alone. And I know a lot of people preach that like, Oh, you need a spouse, you need marriage. And and if, probably that's what it means, but also like you need to be in community. And when you are an entrepreneur, especially there's something powerful about getting around other people that run businesses, other people that, and just uh, being a part of a community, I think is healthy. And, and that's kind of the one event of the year where everyone, there's all kind of other sub events. Yeah. I try to go to as many as I can, but that's the one event of the year where I get to see you and I get to see so many others. And so I love it. I've learned so much from networking with other guys, even not even just not even at equip or not even online. Like I have a lot, like you're an online friend. I, I only see you a handful of times, you know, uh, I see you at equip. Maybe I'll have to travel down to, uh, you know, Florida, of, come down to Florida yeah, and uh, Florida. You, you, you and Al Blades can, can go do your thing. And, and, uh, we, do you play golf? Uh, uh-uh. okay. Well, do you play fish or play fishing? Do you go fishing? Play fish. <laughs> do you go fishing? I fish. Yeah, fish. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we get, we, maybe me, you and Al could hang out or something. Um, uh, there's, uh, Al's crazy. There's an alligator. And uh, he's like, look, man, you want you only see me grab his tail. And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, come on, man. And he's going down. I was like, Al, come on, get out of here, man. He's, no way, man. He was going to no go. Way. Yeah. But anyway, um, but go, go but ahead. Yeah, well, I was just saying like, man, networking with guys, like a lot of people I know that start are so like closed door, locked up in their own little shell when they start their lawn care businesses. And they're like, oh, I'm not sharing my prices, man. I just think they're going to, people are going to like, get, you know, like take their customers and stuff like that. And they're going to undercut them if they find out what prices they're running. Like, no, you got to network with people. You got to find out what the minimum rates are and not just online. I'm talking with local guys. If you see people that are cutting the grass right by your, uh, you know, your, your, like, let's just say you're cutting a property at a customer's house and you got a, a lawn, another lawn care crew or a smaller lawn care outfit mowing the neighbor's yard, man, go and talk to them. Go and talk to him. Meet your you know, meet and greet. Have a meet, little meet and greet session right there, and just ask him, "Hey, how long have you been in business?" Exchange business cards and say, "Hey, if you ever need something, if there's a job that you're not capable of doing, you know, have the customer. Here's my business cards. Have them uh, give me a call, and I'll do the same with you. And you can network with all these guys and grow a community within your own city. And now, guess what? You know, Joe's lawn care. If he doesn't have you know, uh, uh, if he doesn't do power raking and you do guess who Joe is going to recommend to that customer, he's going to recommend you. And so that's the biggest advantage of networking with all these other local guys. And now also online, like I'm, I'm able to talk with you, you know, we don't live in the same state, but I'm willing to, I, I can network with you because, you know, if I'm, if I'm talking to a brand and then like, let's just say, for example, we're content creators, you're a content creator. Um, you know, I get 
a deal with this brand, I can you know shout you out and be like, well, Paul does the same kind of content as me. You should look into Paul's content as well and give you a recommendation. And so that's why networking online with other creators is good as well. You can't lock yourself in this little cage and be be all, you know, uh, alone and do this thing by yourself. No, you have to reach out. You have to listen to podcasts. You have to get all this information um, and and be able to uh, share information with other guys. So that's why it's very important. Very, very well said. Well, Phil, I got to get rolling because I'm, I'm going to uh, practice what I preach and I'm, I'm going to hang out with Jeremiah from our community. We're going to go golfing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, um, and then uh, tomorrow, well, I'm going to spend the night at Jeremiah's and then um, tomorrow, Jason and I, uh, Jason Creel, uh, we're going to go film content and uh, and uh, make uh, make some videos and things of that nature. So, um, you know, I feel like uh, at GIE, we need to all get together at like a park and play sports, just like play Frisbee golf or uh, I don't know, play, play golf or play basketball. Man, I love basketball. I'm going he- Play okay. basketball tonight, you know. Okay, well, basketball. There's a guy who claims he's good. I don't know. Is uh, he's a um, Cornell Mack from the Mack and uh, Mack and Steel um, podcast, Lawn Care Power Moves podcast. He's been uh-huh. he's, he's been running his mouth. Um, I'll play. I'll play him one on one. Yeah. I'll well, this <laughs> apparently he thinks he's all that in a bag of chips because uh, we were at Caleb Allman's and, and Caleb ball was flat, so we couldn't play. Uh, but he was talking trash, and I said, dude. <laughs> what are you what are you doing and and so uh jeremiah is the same way so uh yeah maybe um i, I, I wonder I, I only go to say this because i think we all need a life outside of lawn care yeah. we all need to do something like sometimes it's best to just cut away business and just focus on a personal life whether that be spending time with your spouse or doing an activity you got to have that in your life yeah well, let you can, me see. You can get burnt out real quick if I have to delete this, I will. If Naylor gets mad at me, but um, the new the new venue where the rally is going to be this year, there's a possibility that I can get a basketball hoop there. All so right, we'll see what we'll, we'll we'll see what we can do. I can tell you off air where we're going, and and then it'll make sense. But, okay. Um, I don't want Naylor to get mad at me because he he told me. Can you keep a secret? I was like, yeah, he told me. Now I want to tell all y'all where the rally is going to be this year. Uh, don't do it. I won't. Don't do it. I won't. Well, I said it would be better. I won't. But, but um, hey, if, if you get a basketball hoop, bring a basketball too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other thing is, um, if you ever do want to come to hang out with me, I, I don't know. I'm moving July 10. I, I'm, I'm moving out of Atlanta. So, mm-hmm. but uh, we could we could shoot hoops for sure. I love, I love shooting hoops and um, yeah, we'll figure something out. But that was a good point. Well, I know you could keep talking all day and I got to, mm. I got to wrap this up cause I got to hit the highway and get out of Atlanta before rush hour. Um, yeah. and so is there anything we're leaving out that you want to share about your story? I just think hard work pays off. It does. And anyone that's willing to take it, uh, and, and run with it, uh, it will pay off in the end, no matter what, you know, believe in yourself, uh, but definitely believe in God first, put him first in your life. And he will all he will make all things come together. As long as you have to put faith in him, put your trust in him, it'll all come together. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. 
You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug-and-play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the Price Increase Letter Template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.